Thanks for listening to the Pro Video Podcast. Weekly insights into everything video. Proudly presented by worldpodcast.com. Here's the host, Blair Walker. Hi everybody and welcome to the Pro Video Podcast. Every week we bring you insights into film, television, online video. Anything that has a canvas, we'll be discussing it. Today, motion design, 3D, art direction, working in foreign countries, cinema 4D, Octane, After Effects, Fusion 360, Substance Painter, all this and much more. Jesus Sarez, thank you so much for coming on the show, man. Hey, man, thank you for having me. Really glad to be here. Let's jump straight into it. If you could tell everybody what your role is in the motion design industry. Sure. Well, right now, I'm a, I'm a senior motion designer at Battle Media Lab. We do a lot of uh, explainer videos. For companies, you know, from technology companies to medical companies, anything in between. And yeah, that's pretty much what I do. Just create motion videos to explain services. You were originally from Venezuela. How long have you been in the States? I've been here a total of five years. I was here for four years and then I had to come go back home and then I came back last year. How hard was it for you getting into the industry and working in the States doing that? Well, um, I started working, I did an internship in um, Cybis, Cybis Media in Orlando. And then they, I got a job with them. After that, I was, I was really lucky to actually work with, um, with a friend from school called Handel Eugene. He's, he's been all over the internet. So you probably heard of him. He worked on the, uh, Black Panther title sequence, and uh, we worked on a, on a couple of things together. But uh, I I I wouldn't say it has been very difficult for me to uh, get into into work because I, I've been you know I've been lucky to find awesome companies that just gave me a chance, and and even even working from home back home in Venezuela, they've been really supportive, which is uh, the company that I'm working for now. That's awesome that they're supporting you as a motion designer, but really a part of the team because it's quite a big team at Battle, isn't it? Not really. We're, we are about 15 people and then two people are off-site, but it's, it's, it's a growing company. It's definitely growing. I, I worked with them uh, for a year uh, in 2013 and then I had to go back home. But then since I've been back last year, the the team has been growing a lot. We, we, were, we used to be about... about six people and now we're close to uh, being 15. Yeah, I suppose um, big has to be uh, put into perspective where 10 years ago, the big post facilities, you know, you're looking at like at least 50 people plus. Now to have have a studio, uh, you know, having 15 people seems big, which is a bit of a funny one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never been, um, I never had a chance to be in a a huge company. But yeah, I guess you could say it's a a big team either way. So you reached out to me and we've been chatting for a bit and then I saw your site. The thing that popped out at me was basically the profits of rage because I'm a huge <laughs> Rage Against the Machines fan. And I know, and, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I saw that. I was like, damn, that must have been so cool working on that music video for Profits of Rage for um, Living on the 110. Yeah, I definitely was. I was really excited once um, I got the um, the email to um, join the team and, and work on the graphics for that. I didn't get to meet Tom Morello, but, you know, either way, my work is right there with him, yeah. his face. <laughs> Intertwined with uh, Tom. Man, what a legend guitarist, eh? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's he's one of the best, definitely. 
So were you working through Battle for that project or was that through some other no, avenue? No, that was actually freelance. Um, I forget his name right now. And uh, But he, somebody contacted me. They saw my work through Behance and they, they offered me the opportunity. And of course, in a snap, I said, yes, let's do it. Yeah. So putting your work out on the Behance, what a great um, outcome for you on that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, these days trying to um, get noticed, I think it's 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 pretty difficult with all of the great talent that's out there. So I was definitely lucky to be to be picked for that and be a part of that project for sure. I've I've heard a few times more recently that people have been approached. I think um, I heard Mitch Myers talking about this on School of Motion podcast with Joey, that yeah. Adobe approached him through his Behance as well. So it really does feel that people are going there to, well, of course, Adobe, are. they own it. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. But to hear others are also utilizing it to find talent. Yeah, put, put, put your work up there and uh, see see what comes of it. Yeah, definitely. I think uh, Behance is a is a great community, and you know, there's there's a lot of, of of work there. But if you if you manage to really present your your work well, I think you can get noticed. Yeah, are you putting it up on other places as well, like Instagram? Are you sort of using lots of different social media channels to get your work out there? I want to say that I try. I try my best. <laughs> you know. Being on social media, it's a, it's a, it's an art form, a job on itself. Yeah, uh, and you know, keeping current and and keep posting, it's a, it's hard work. But yeah, I try to stay current. I try to um, post as much as I can, and yeah, just just be out there. So you're in the node Slack. That's how we started chatting. So you. That's right. I've found that more of us are moving over to the Slack channels to have more real conversations, whether it's in the general channels or it's in private mm-hmm. channels and just having a chat with someone. Have you found being yeah. in the node Slack? Oh man, you should see my, my Slack uh, <laughs> sidebar. I, I'm in so many different channels. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually, uh, I'm surprised that I get to um, get some work done during the day. <laughs> but yeah, man, uh, being on those channels is is definitely an asset. Every time that I have a question that I, I you know, I can't solve something, I just post it up there. Be be it me on the um, Note Slack channel or any other of the of the other channels, and it's great, you know, to just connect with people and actually, I've been able to also help other people, you know, solve problems for motion design or three D. So. It's definitely great. It's a great asset to uh, be in those channels. Yeah, I found that as well. Yeah, and and putting questions out there, getting responses because there's people from every corner of the world on at different times of the day. Yeah. Well, um, I meant to actually send you a link to the Pro Video Slack. You have to join that one too, bro. Yeah, I'll do it for sure. And everybody else can join that. That'll be in the show notes. So a uh, massive thanks to Matt Lloyd. He's going to put all the show note links in here. Thanks, Matt, for doing that. Really appreciate it. So let's start talking about the tools and the areas of motion that you're most passionate about. I noticed that in the Profits of Rage, it was quite a 2D execution, probably in After Effects. But you've got a lot of um, 3D work as well that you've been doing in Cinema 4D with Octane too. Yeah, um, 2D is well. Well, I, I want to say 2D is uh, 2D animation is what I've what I've been doing the the past couple of years. I'm trying to move towards more of the uh, 3D cinematog- cinem- you know, cinematography stuff like uh, 
title sequences. So that's that's what I'm 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 headed right now. Yeah. But yeah, for that project specifically, that 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 was a lot of um, After Effects work, textures, you know, glitchy effects, and uh, I did a little bit of a uh, Cinema 4D for that. But no, yeah, it was um, I would say ninety percent After Effects. So how are you learning cinema and developing your creative talents in that way? Are you doing a lot of tutorials or training or are you jumping into projects and trying to figure out how to make those work from the projects themselves? Yeah, I would say um, it's a little bit of both. Um, at Battle, we do a lot of um, illustration style stuff, but we also implement um, Cinema 4D a lot because, you know, uh, to me doing 3D camera work and and you know stuff that has to be that has to have some depth to it yeah it's a lot easier to achieve in cinema but i do try to you know always come up with personal projects like um i did i was one of the um daily posting people for for a while i stopped doing that because of work and all that but Always trying, yeah, I, I'm always watching tutorials, always listening to podcasts, trying different tools, you know, always trying to um, get better at, at, at my craft, for sure. One of the cool pieces that I saw was um, work that you were involved with at Battle, and it was the guy with the two snakes that was set up in cinema, but it was a <laughs> 2D yeah. tune-style render yeah. as well. Yeah. That's right. That Yeah, the Jordan Jack project. That's, that's definitely the project that has had... Um, the most uh, reach out there for me that was uh, one of the recent ones yeah yeah it's a cool cool style um ej has in france really did do well to nail that 2d <laughs> corner of cinema 4d and kind of own it so anything that's created in that style now it's kind of feels like it links back to ej but um have you seen much of his stuff as inspiration oh yeah yeah for sure for sure especially for for uh, that kind of style and and when we finished it i published it on uh, twitter and of course i tagged him like <laughs> hey, hey ej thank you for all the tutorials this helped <laughs> yeah he's such a good guy and um, he's going to be speaking at node in melbourne this year which is awesome that's awesome man yeah. be sure to grab a beer with him definitely will yeah be nice to meet him in person after chatting online for a while now i know that you're also quite keen to develop in other areas and you've been doing some fusion 360 and substance painter so have you been able to tie those into your work or is it really just um exploring those at the moment you know, it's it's funny because I was just talking to um somebody on the Slack group today about that. I've been trying. The problem with Fusion 360 and and because I work with Cinema 4D is getting good a good mesh into Cinema 4D. You know, for using for texturing materials and all that. And you gotta go and buy another piece of software that can do that for you. So honestly, I've I've been you know. Staying a little bit away from uh, from Fusion 360 because of that reason, but Substance Painter, man, it's it's such an awesome tool. Um, I haven't had a lot of time to play with it, but when I have, um, it it's super easy to use and it's really really powerful. So I'm I'm looking forward to definitely implementing that into my workflow for sure. How much at battle do you find as a company that they're looking to you to show them what's possible? and what you're capable of. I know that a lot of people are sort of answering the briefs, but are you having that opportunity to go, hey, this is something that's really cool that I could be injecting into our work as well? 
Yeah, I think at Battle we have a pretty good team of, um, you know, um, a lot of people with a lot of skills. In that team, I'm the guy that's most experienced with like uh, lighting and, and texturing Octane for sure and, and 3D and stuff like that. I would say it's definitely a challenge, especially when you have to figure out how to make 3D look like really 2D, like that project that you were talking about for the, the snakes and all that. So it's 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 always a challenge, but it's always fun to you know figure it out and actually see the the project come together in the end. Always been interesting to me that when a style or a treatment becomes popular, we tend mm-hmm. to like look at how we can pull that into a project. So it, it's something that I've always trying to uh, force myself out of is not go. Oh, I really want to do this particular execution, so I'm going to fit the next project into that look. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hear you. I hear you. And it's it's hard sometimes because you know you see a lot of stuff online that's you know really current and up to date, and yeah. you just want to try it. You know. Yeah. Luckily, I suppose that we've got mass exposure to so much work that there's so many people doing different works and different styles. And it's really cool to be able to um, think about what's appropriate and then really quickly find a lot of reference and inspiration to get that look. Exactly. Yeah, I think the same. It's always good to, you know, try some different stuff out. And it's definitely good to uh, be able to work on different styles. Yeah. I know that you don't have the time at the moment to be doing dailies, but you've got a mm-hmm. lot of work on your site of um, experiments that you've been working on in the past. <laughs> yeah, exactly. When I had the time back then, when I had the time to uh, create a, a daily render, yeah. yeah. Not like some crazy people like Beeple and then they are the French <laughs> monkey. You're mates with the French monkey too. Yeah, yeah, for sure. He's he's an awesome guy. And, and honestly, I don't know how how they do it every single almost every single day well at least people he's been running for what 10 years 11 years yeah, yeah, yeah. that's <laughs> that's crazy years. man that's crazy yeah it's pretty nuts it's um <laughs> obsessive cool culture <laughs> Big yeah, yeah 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 <laughs> yeah and you know it's got to be really hard to you know come up with different ideas every single day yeah and not feel like you're in a rut you know yeah i'm trying to do it's, different covers for every episode and um it's hard because sometimes it's like you just like <laughs> slam for time and sort of do a bit of a cop out. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 But, yeah. You got to cut corners when you have to. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, <laughs> you know, if there's a little bit more juice in the week to um, pull something nice off, yeah, you really appreciate just putting that extra bit of time and effort into it. Exactly. Yeah, man. I'm really interested for you coming from Venezuela learning not only the language of motion design which really is a difficult one in the tongue of the country they live in but trying (laughs) to articulate and communicate with people about design and pulling out of them what they're looking for how did you find that when you're first moving to a foreign country trying to discuss design and motion well i think there was definitely um some adjusting time to that you know um Besides going to school here, I was also lucky to be able to go to school back home. So I have a, I would say, have a background in like graphic design. So I was kind of like, you know, already in the industry somehow. And I knew some of the, you know, the wordings and and all all of the elements that you have to uh, talk about. But yeah, uh, I didn't have a lot of problems like communicating with people. I was lucky enough again, I I keep saying lucky, but uh, I was lucky enough to have really supportive people around me that, you know, 
we were just kind of working off each other's strength and yeah. and I really I, I had a really good team at, at school so it was it was really a, near, a really easy transition so you went to school um in Venezuela for visual communications degree and then when that's you're in right Florida you uh, went to full sail university that's right yep how long was the university course at full sail how long was yeah. it yeah full sail it's an a, a quick pace program so it was 21 months you get what you do in uh in four years in a normal school in 21 months intense so you can imagine yeah long hours i i used to have class sometimes sometimes at 1 a.m and and it was it was definitely a, an experience for sure i guess getting you ready for for the real <laughs> world and how it is right you were having a class at 1 a.m in the morning that's right that's nuts. that's right i was i was coming into school at 1 a.m and then leaving at 5 going back home and then coming back in the afternoon wow that's really crazy being involved in that with the other students that must have really brought you all together quite as a tight little unit going through that experience yeah for sure for sure i mean um it's it wasn't a a big classroom with graphic design and, and motion design in general a lot of people like start this career because they think it's going to be easy but you know, as as time goes by, and especially in a in a super fast paced program like that, you will start to see like people actually leaving. Yeah. So in in the end, you know, the big group became a small group. So we were all pretty pretty tied together. Yeah. And you were saying before that the networks that have really helped you felt lucky because of the support you had. I'm sure your own personality must be a huge contributing factor, you know? People must really like being around you to give you that support. So. <laughs> well, so, I certainly hope so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's, always, there's lots of cool people in this industry, which is what makes it so enjoyable to put that hard effort and all that time into it. Yeah, definitely. And, and I've come to realize a lot more of that just because of, the, you know, the Slack channels. Yeah, it's a, it's a, yeah again a really great asset and you know to to network and meet people. It's really great. I've, I've felt myself the last couple of years that it's bloomed into this global network. Really feel connected globally, not just in your own little market, whether that's in Florida or in New Zealand. Yeah, it's quite cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, here we are. I'm talking to you, and you're <laughs> you're a day ahead in the future. <laughs> Yeah, it's always tricky for scheduling. I will give it that. <laughs> <laughs> I bet. I bet. So um, let's talk about where you want to go with your career. You're 30 at the moment. So you're well established. You know your skills. You know your trade. You know the community. What? And you've said before that you're quite interested in title design. What would be your short-term goals for where your career is to go next? Uh, I would say my short-term goal would be to finish my very first uh, short film or title sequence, which I'm working on now, and you know, trying to get that kind of work out there so that I can reach the appropriate pe people. Yeah. But yeah, I've always been fascinated with like um, title sequences more recently. But before, uh, the reason I got into um, this career is because of visual effects in movies. Yeah. So if I can if I can be involved in 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 any way in that that would be my my ultimate goal for sure. 
and so similar to working on the profits music video um freelancing and doing these things outside of your day job that there must mm-hmm. be a huge amount of um extra pressure on you yeah it definitely is and 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 it, it was a lot of um long hours you know working on weekends but i think in in the end it's worth it if you have something that you're going to be proud of yeah like this and i'm I'm definitely going to be proud of and i'm going to remember this for the rest of my life yeah for sure it's awesome so do you think that these um explosion of really cool titles from say elastic and things like that in recent years is uh what's driving this motivation for wanting to do title design or is it other reasons no, I would say definitely, yeah, Elastic is, <laughs> I, 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 they're one of my main resources for inspiration. They're, they're great. And it wasn't until I would say the, yeah, 2017 last year where I started to get more interested in, into this. And it was because of the uh, Westworld yeah. title sequence. That thing just, just blew me away, you know, and, and I thought that, because you know, to be involved in a movie for like visual effects, that's that's a whole different story. You know, yeah. it's a whole different team, it's a whole different career. So, but seeing these people, these guys doing that kind of stuff with title sequences, not only for movies but for shows like like Westworld, I think it opens up a lot of doors for people in motion graphics like me who want to be involved in that. Yeah, and so many opportunities to work in that field with all the online content with netflix and amazon and apple everybody going into their own market of creating content and putting it out having opportunities to create titles it feels like there's a lot more opportunity in the future too yeah definitely i i i feel the same way and you know it would be great to um to be part of that for sure yeah interested to know what florida is like as a community for motion designers is there much happening i know that joey um Corman from school of motion is there and uh michael jones from mograph mentor he's he's in that area as well oh i i didn't know that i i've been following mograph mentor for sure um i would say you know i haven't been able to really be in like the motion design mecca like is uh new york or los angeles but here i would say it's it's there's not a lot of of people that i know that are in motion design but it's definitely i mean i i've i've gotten to know a few few people like that and it's it's been great i think it's growing though i think it's growing definitely and you know because of the social media and how easy it is to you know connect with people via internet now it's it's definitely growing yeah it's um New Zealand's quite a small market in itself, so there's not that mm-hmm. many. And a long time ago, I set up um, Facebook groups trying to connect to see who was out there. And yeah. It was surprising that while there's not so many of us, the fact that we've all come together over time and then somebody else will start working with them and they'll bring them along to a casual catch-up, it feels really tight when you do get a little um, community going physically in whatever area you're at so do you think that there's opportunities for um say florida meetups and things like that yeah definitely um actually uh, a couple of my friends went to uh, one of the dribble meetups cool. recently i didn't get to go because i was working but i yeah why not i mean yeah. any any time that we can get 
people together and and that are in the same you know mindset it's it's definitely great and it, it would be awesome to you know have meetups here for sure yeah. i um you'll be part of the motion design artist slack group as well i'd say yeah i am yeah. <laughs> I, I try to keep up but it's it's basically impossible <laughs> on that one totally there's so much going on but yeah. the, there's a channel in there for Australia and New Zealand. It's a bit quiet, but it just made me think, you know, places like this, you can start up your own channel for your little area and um, sort of reach out and see who's there to sort of do your own little thing in, in amongst these bigger communities online. Yeah, you're definitely right. That's a, a really great idea for sure. Yeah, man. I'm always interested to connect that's why I'm doing this podcast to connect with people. So I'm connecting with you, having a chance to chat with you, which is awesome for me too, man. Thank you very much. <laughs> it's um, something I'm really thinking about a lot is it just kind of takes somebody in that region to kick it off to mm -hmm. start saying, Hey, let's just catch up for lunch or for after work, catch up somewhere. And then um, it's, it's surprising how quickly it takes off. It definitely starts like you're saying on online, like yeah. on this on the Slack channel. But you definitely need to uh, take it further and you know meet with people one on one for sure. You were saying earlier that you went back to Venezuela for a year, uh, two years, two years. So is there yeah. much of um, a community or industry happening over there and back home? Uh, no, definitely not. I think. Uh, back home in terms of uh, motion graphics were really really far behind and that's one of the reasons why i i decided to make the move here uh but being uh being from venezuela i would love to you know help bring that community up and 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 you know bring the the motion graphics uh, the the current motion graphics to venezuela for sure if possible what would be your insights into why it is small well honestly is I, I would say a big a big reason why uh, would be because of the political situation right now. Yeah. It's it's pretty crappy, it's pretty bad and you know there's there's been a lot of people just leaving the country because of that and it's been happening it's been going on for almost 20 years now. Yeah. So you know you you can you know do the math and 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 you'll see how how far track the the how far back the community can go. Because you know all the good talent, it's it's out outside of the country and not inside of the country. You know, making cool projects and representing so, from inside. So those who have an opportunity to get exposure, and whenever that opportunity to get out happens, they take it usually. Yeah, I would say so. I mean, yeah. not not only from Venezuela, but I think from from anywhere in the world. If if you have the opportunity to you know get exposure, get your work out there, and and you know connect with people, you're always going to take it. So yeah, yeah. Is it is it being hard one for you moving to a different country with your family back home and? Oh yeah, yeah, definitely, man, for sure. I mean, right now it's just me and my wife here, uh, and you know it's it's very difficult to have you know your parents back home. We, we are expecting a baby now and, and you know, it's 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 tough. It's tough to not be around uh, your your family. But hopefully it's going to be worth it in the end. Totally. Know? Congratulations on uh, your upcoming baby. That's awesome. <laughs> Thank you very much. Yeah, she's due on October. I'm awesome. really happy about her. Oh, yeah. cool, man. Yeah, suddenly a uh, baby comes along. Suddenly those late nights uh, making videos you you start having to prioritize <laughs> a little bit more <laughs> yeah yeah i was talking to my wife because uh you know i was 
back going back to the short film that I want to do. And since our baby is due in October, I was like, yeah, I gotta, I gotta buckle down and try to finish this up, this one up before she's here. <laughs> yeah, man, nothing like a deadline to make stuff happen. Eh? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> if you were able to sort of focus in this next period of time on the short film, what is it that you want to gain in the process of that short film? Because I'm always interested in that we can view the final output. But when you're actually creating work, it's the process and what you're gaining every day as you're creating the work that the real buzz comes from. So what are you looking to gain while you're doing the short film? I would say, uh, of course, experience, you know, proving to myself that I can do it, that I can create what I have, you know, in my head, set as the goal that I have, better myself um, at my craft and, you know, focus on, on where, on where I want to go for sure. I've been involved in projects throughout my career, which are personal or passion projects, music videos and um, short films and other things like that. And I think while you're in it, you're looking to the final product. And it's like mm -hmm. when you're looking back, it's like, oh, I've just really enjoyed this part of it, like hanging out with these people or seeing this little bit come together or learning this new thing that I just would never have come across if I hadn't gone through that process. So enjoy it while you're going through it is uh, what I like to sort of say. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Definitely, definitely. You got to enjoy it while it lasts. And now it's time for the pro video picks. So let's start with your pro video pick. What would be yours, man? My pro video pick would definitely be the French monkey. Nice. That guy makes awesome projects, uh, awesome products, uh, and I think he deserves a lot more attention than that, that what he gets. And it's it's actually funny. Well, not really funny, but I don't know if you heard that last week he came up with a, a new product. and It got ripped off, eh? Yeah, yeah. a few hours into it, into releasing it, he got ripped off for it, and it's just so sad, you know, that that happens because he can't do anything about it. But I think you know his products are really great, and I use them in, in my in my pipeline every single day. So definitely check him out. Yeah, I need to have a chat with him. I haven't talked to him a bit. He was on the show last year. Awesome dude. Just respect what he's doing. I think that there are always going to be people who steal, and to try and combat that, it's unrealistic. But what yeah. I really like about this community is how supportive and behind each other we are. So I would hope that he would continue to just put it out there and know that the majority of people are going to want to support him with what he's doing. So, yeah, yeah, I hope he does continue it on because it, it was really crappy to hear that that had happened. And so quickly, you know? Yeah, super quickly. Only hours into releasing his his pro his product, it yeah. was so sad. I actually got got in touch with him like on on Twitter directly, and I was like, "Man, I'm so sorry that this happened to you. Is there anything that I can do to help? Give me give me the Twitter handle of that yeah. asshole that did that to you." <laughs> but yeah, no, he he didn't. Yeah, well, it's such <laughs> a small community. So um, if you do know the person who did it, it's like a, you know a little bit of shame is goes a long way. <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay following who you who do you like to follow this could be anything something online it could be a sports team or a tv show what do you like to follow um i definitely like to follow uh my idols i take a lot of inspiration from them um 
before I used to, you know, have like websites that I would go into like up to zero and stuff like that for inspiration. But in, yeah. the, in the most recent years, I've been trying to, you know, focus more into what I like. And I try to follow um, Ash Thorpe is a big inspiration for me. Mitch Myers, you mentioned him too. Yeah. Um, of course, Elastic and the work that they do. So, yeah. Sweet. Inspiration and influence. What would be a suggestion for that? I hate to go back to him, but he's such a big idol of mine, Ash Thorpe. Everything he creates, man, everything he creates is just inspiration for me. And yeah. big kudos to him because he's making a, a huge name of himself in the community. And he's a, I, I know for sure that he's a big inspiration for a lot of us. I um, haven't listened to The Collective for a while, but yeah, awesome resource. I'd love to see it breaking over like Bebel has into mainstream. And I think that Ash has been doing that recently with his um, Akira tribute film. Yeah. It's got a lot of pickup yeah. lately. Yeah, definitely a, a great project. And I know that he's, you know, trying to move towards directing his own, his own yeah. film. So I'm definitely excited to yeah. see that for him. Yeah, well, like the work he did on Blade Runner was awesome and so much of his work is seen. I think just him being a director in his own right that would be amazing to mm -hmm. see as well. Okay, so where can everybody follow you online? Where's the best place for that? My Instagram is j.s.suarez and my, on Twitter it's j underscore s suarez for sure. Sweet. That's where I'm most active at. Cool, man. Well, we'll have links, like I said before. So um, check out the show notes for those as well. And yep. finally, who do you think should be on the show? Who would you put forward as a future guest? I would love to um, have on the show a man called Friendly Robot. And I know it's it's funny because if you look online and tr look into his accounts like Vimeo, Instagram, his name is not like anywhere around. So I don't really know his name. But you've probably seen his um, his short film, No No Signal. Yeah. It's like a fake title sequence. That project for me was, you know, super inspirational, amazing that, that he came up with that. And I would love to um, listen to his thoughts for sure. Cool, man. Well, it will be interesting to see if he um, is approachable or if he's trying to be <laughs> completely hidden from the world. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll see if he's not a, an, an actual robot for sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe he is. It's a um, a Google experiment of AI, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Wicked, man. Well, um, you can follow us on Twitter at Pro Video Podcast. You can follow us also on the Facebook group or the Facebook page. A great place, though, to join into a conversation is the Slack group. So we'll have all the links there, but you can also check it out at ProVideoPodcast.com forward slash slack so feel free to jump in join in and um yeah start posting away and connecting with conversations with myself and jesus yeah man for sure make, make sure to uh send me that slack uh link yeah man in it for sure definitely thank you so much for being on the show bro oh man thank you very much for having me well i had a blast for sure no, it's so cool to connect with people. Um, it's it's why I'm doing it. And, you know, yeah, to have an opportunity to connect with you and understand you a little bit better, having come from um, a situation and a background that is completely foreign to me, That's that was really cool. Thank you. Yeah, man. Thanks Thanks again for having me. And anytime, anytime that you want to have me and anytime you want to chat, I'm available, man, for sure. 
Wicked, bro. Well, thanks everybody for listening and um, have a great week and we'll catch you next time. Okay, bye. Join the conversation on Facebook, Instagram or Twitter at Pro Video Podcast. Please subscribe, rate and leave a review on iTunes.